<laughs> what was that? I was trying to amp myself up to say something cool. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything cool to say. The only thing I could think of was home slices. <laughs> Can't do that bit again. I know. Hey everyone, and welcome to. <laughs> this is a cool. <laughs> what were you gonna say? We like stuff. <laughs> Why is that not cool? Because it's boring. Oh, that's our show. Yeah. Our show's boring. No. What? Okay, here we go. We'll we'll jazz it up. Okay. What up, folks? <laughs> Why were you a cat doing the, the sound? <laughs> that was a, that was if a, a cat was doing it. We, we like, like stuff, stuff and, and so should you. Nice. That was cool. Wasn't it? Sure. Whoop! What? What? It looks like you're trying to impress somebody. Woo! 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 Like you know what an adult Sound is. Sound the alarm! You know what an adult is trying to re- like real hard trying to impress like someone who's fourteen. That's what you look like. That's really sad. Oh, no. We're just a we're just a couple of cool cats, aren't we? Cool kids. Uh, that's what you are. Yeah, it is what I am. See, I don't try hard at all to be cool because I don't care. <laughs> I just show up and hopefully somebody likes me. Alright. Okay. Well, do you have a little length? I like the cat version better. Sorry. It has that, like, the meow in it. Meow, meow, meow. Sounds like a meow. Yeah, that's true. Do you have a little length? I do, but I asked you first. Asking you a second. <laughs> First the worst, second the best. Yeah. Thank Don't you. you know your manners yet? That's <laughs> not how that goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Alright, I really like mini wheats. Mini wheats? Yeah. Mini Wheats feels like it's not cheating, like as a cereal, even though it basically is, because uh, it's it's just fiber, it's just fiber covered in sugar, uh, and I don't feel so bad when it's all I eat for like five hours. Yeah. Mini Wheats are a solid food. Yeah, I really wish Frosted Flakes weren't as terrible as they are, because Frosted Flakes are the best. Frosted Flakes are my favorite cereal. And I don't I like get corn it. Pops. You're disgusting. Why? 
I don't know. Something about corn pops isn't right. <laughs> That's what I like about. <laughs> All right. I don't know. They're corny and delicious. They're like they are pretty good, but like your favorite? That's what you chose? I don't know. I don't really eat a lot of cereal, so I can't think. But I'm just thinking back to like when we used to buy those little boxes of yeah. cereal, and they would have. Corn pops, frosted flakes, fruit loops. fruit loops, and there was something else that nobody liked. Something else, yeah. I feel like there was, but yeah, for, like not even fruit loops. Fruit loops are great. Fruit loops is what like, great taste and smell like. Yeah, I like fruit loops. Do you think bergamot is in fruit loops somehow, or is this just like something messed up? Mm. I don't know. Should look it up. Ingredients in fruit loops. Yeah. Okay. Yellow number seven. Red number eight. Blueberry flavor. What? So why does red and yellow get nothing, but blueberries got blue? Yeah. What is? The, what are the flavors of Fruit Loops? What is the yellow? Mm. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> Good old urine. Uh, fruit Loops. Fruit Loops birds? Was there a Fruit Loops straw? Um, ring shaped. The cereal pieces are ring shaped, hence loops. Oh. That's what the Wikipedia says. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And come in a variety of bright colors and a blend of fruit flavors, hence fruit. F R O O T. A cacography. Of the word actual fruit. What the what the heck's cacography? Cacography is bad spelling or bad handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have a, like a full term? Cacography is also deliberate comic misspelling and a type of humor similar similar to malapropism. Malapropism is a mistaken use of an incorrect word in place of a word that sounds similar sound. Uh, what? What's a malapropism? Um, oh, okay. Like saying alliterate him from your memory instead of obliterate. That's pretty funny. <laughs> when you think about this person, they can't read. Alliterate? Yeah, like that's a malapropism. Yeah, but alliterate is like alliteration. No. It's not illiterate. No, it, it was illiterate. Where, oh. Where'd it go? Illiterate. Oh. Yeah. I would've said alliterate. Oh, that's what I thought you said. That's fair. It's basically the same. Anyways, cacography is now something that's fun. But Fruit Loops, okay, let's see. Mascot, Toucan Sam, nobody cares. <laughs> Kellogg's made several varieties of snack foods, including snack bags called Snackums. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Because <laughs> it's, it's snack and then U-M-S. Oh. Snackums. <laughs> oh, I thought it would be E-M-S. You know? <laughs> Not Snackums. Snackums. I don't know what their flavor is. 
That's a trade secret. Only people. Originally, who... there were only red, orange, and yellow loops. Yeah. <laughs> and in the 1990s, green, blue, and purple were added. Different methods of production. You know why? Why? Because they wanted to make the cereal more cool. Different methods of production. You get it? No. Because those are cool colors. Anyways, different methods of production are used in the UK where, misleadingly, sold the idea that each individual loop color was a different flavor. Kellogg's has acknowledged that all share the same fruit blend flavor. <laughs> There's no distinction, and I feel like I knew that. Yeah, that makes sense. You're not going to individually flavor the loops. Why not? I don't know. You just have a different machine that makes each color loop. Yeah, but it's throw not... throw them into one bag. Here's the thing about cereal, though. They don't no. care that much. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like it's quite rare for someone to eat one loop at a time. Uh, Something like a Skittle fair. or a Gummy, where the colors have different flavors, you're way more likely to eat one at a time and distinguish between the flavors. Whereas cereal, you're more likely to put a whole scoop in your mouth. So what's the difference? That's fair. And if you're if you're put if you put an individual food in your mouth, then you're definitely gonna know that they're all the same. Yeah, and also, I don't know, maybe. <clears throat> you know, once you put milk on it, it all like blends together anyway. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not worth it. Oh my god, Toucan Sam was first voiced by Mel Blanc. Who's that? He uh, he did so many voices. He's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and Porky Pig. Oh my god. Anyways. Uh, Toucan Sam, however, his nose... He has nephews, but no children. <laughs> or are those his kids? I I don't think they're his kids. No, those young toucans he was hanging out yeah, with? Yeah, there's nephews. Pewee, Susie, and Lewis. Yeah. Pooey? Pewee. Yeah. Pooey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know, Chicken Sam has weird uncle vibes, um, for sure. Yeah, not, like, and he's fun, but no other parent thinks that he should be this fun. Like, yeah. he's not fun. The kids think he's fun because he's weird. And also, I never realized that his beak is... Is the colors? No. Is not a toucan beak at all. It's a monstrosity of a creation. His mouth... Yeah, his beak is a toucan beak. Are you no, kidding me? Look how big their beaks are! Do you know how toucan beaks open? Yeah, from the front. Like, they open in half! Yeah, like They the don't open at the bottom! They don't like have a, like a, a whale? Whole, like a, they like don't a have a whale? whole beak and then a little mouth underneath? Yeah, because he, he follows his nose. His nose always knows. When well, he's but sniffing out fruit. His beak could still be in his mouth. Yeah, they don't know how to animate things. Terrible to look at. Anyways, Toucan Sam's nose beak was Toucan a... Sam will never find love. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was harsh. <laughs> I'll take it back. No, don't. Okay. You can't. He, he, 
It's one of those things, Melissa. You don't say it. Everybody knows it. But you don't say it. That's gonna be the name of this episode now. <laughs> Two good examples of my love. I'm sorry, you can't say I'm No, you're not. I'm not. I'm really not. Screw them. Yeah. Except nobody will. Oh! Ow! Did you try to ow? Alright, furry. Do you have a little like, actually, or no? My little like is too can't say Okay. You know what I think Kellogg should make? Wait a second. Wait a second. Another, so, there's a couple phrases. Follow your nose. It always knows. Sometimes followed by the flavor of fruit wherever it grows. Not so bad. In the late 2000s, presents the character at the end of the commercials just saying, just follow your nose. Followed by his nephew's retorting for a fruity taste that shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, sinful. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I think Kellogg should make? No. A dating sim game. Ooh. Snap, crackle, pop are there. Two okay. Sam is there. Yep. The Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger is. He's, he's winning. He's the bad boy of the game. Yeah, he is always having like having sex. Like I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also He's Leprechaun. He's so big. <laughs> um, oh, um, the pirate guy. Yeah, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Okay, let me look this up. Kellogg's. God, I wish I, I wish we swore on this show. Yeah. Because Tony the Tiger absolutely does. Yeah. You know, I just can't say it. We all know. What do we got? Sugar <laughs> Smacks. Who's that guy? <laughs> That's not real. Melissa. Oh, the tricks guy. The rabbit. Oh, uh, Count Chocula. Is that Kellogg's? Oh, oh, this is a Kellogg's only thing? It's a Kellogg's dating Wait a second. Crunchy Nuggets? <laughs> Waffleos? Who are these people? I don't know. Alright. Okay. Cornelius Rooster. For Kellogg's, I think, in general. Okay. Top 17 cereal. Oh, the B. That's... But that's not Kellogg's, is it? No. Tony the Tiger, obviously. So apparently, okay, wait. So apparently, there's a commercial. Um... Dig 'em Frog <laughs> on Honey Smacks by Kellogg's. Dig 'em Frog is—he's like a secret character. Yeah, Trix is also not Kellogg's. Maybe. No, that's not making it into the game. Nobody look up Quist. <laughs> With a Q U, don't look it up. Yeah, Cat Tapula is not. Oh, neither is Lucky Charms. Okay, so maybe here's the thing. Maybe General Mills and Kellogg's going mini, all in. just a mini week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The crazy, cra crazy craving. Uh, with uh, with honeycomb cereal. That sugar thing. beer. Sugar crisp. I don't. I don't like sugar crisp. You do? Sunny. That's not real. Brand. That's not real. Yes. Yeah, Sunny's not a mascot. Sunny is a Sunny's mascot. never been alive. Fred Flintstone on Fruity Pebbles. That doesn't count. That's like saying 
So, anyways, there are, there are commercials. There are so many. Of course. Okay, here's the thing. No, 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 wait. All the cereal companies get together. Okay. They put all their mascots in a, in a pile, and then they make the dating sim. They give all their rights away so that they can all be there. And it's all of those mascots you've seen on on the boxes, but they have fully fleshed out personalities. They have well, an they already apartment. Do. Toucan Sam's apartment is a bachelor, and he does not have any furniture, and all he has is boxes of Fruit Loops, and that's it. Why are we hating on Toucan Sam? It's Sam's? a bad space. <laughs> you don't want to go there. You take damage every time you go there. Your exhaustion just fills up. You can do, like... Three times as many things if you don't go to two Sims. Tony the Tiger lives in a penthouse, okay? He has MBA money. Okay. He's freaking Duncan. Okay, hold on. I've been trying to tell you, there is a commercial with uh, Tony the Tiger. Apparently don't look up Tony the Tiger and see what the suggestions are. Um, and Shaq. Yeah, okay, so this is this is so weird, uh, but it's so funny. Oh, here. No, really, I think I could dunk on you. Maybe, but I bet I love Kellogg's Roots of Flakes more than you. You were funny. That's the truth, Tony. Come on, buddy, my picture's on the box. Tiebreaker. Who's got the deeper voice? Right. I win. I win. I win, Tony. I win. <laughs> Okay, so here, Tony here. has friends that are real people. But he's, he's not only yeah, just yeah. friends with his nephews only. Of course. Hear me out though. Yeah. Because I saw I saw that there was a bit on Donald where he talked about that. Yeah. From that commercial. Yeah. That was a, that was the commercial, the whole thing. Yeah. We cut in in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. And there's like they're not even like razzing each other that well. No. They're just like they're, they're just like islands. Yeah. yeah. And they do that every day. Yeah. They meet for a Skype breakfast. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Tony the Tiger. If you watch that, if you look up that video. Brennan, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. I think it's amazing. It really. I feel like that is exactly what Shaq and Tony the Tiger would <laughs> yeah. be doing. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. There's no like. There's no, like, animosity, not even from me as the viewer. It's like... It's just on brand for them. Yeah. On brand? Where are you going with this? I don't know. I was hoping something would pop into my mind and it didn't, so... Okay. Anyway, uh, Kellogg's Post General Mills. If you hear this, please make a dating sim. Uh, what about... What about those breakfast squares? Country squares. Oh. Yeah, those aren't cereal. It could be. Hmm. What are those? What are those? Aren't there like squares that are cereal? Yeah. The big Wheaties. Okay, but then oh, I guess mini Wheaties. It's just a big mini Wheaties. Yeah, my my mom 
like was like I left it and I was like what are you talking about mom you're eating grass you're eating dried grass you're eating a brick of dried grass yeah they're not that bad they're pretty bad okay well <laughs> to each their own <laughs> excuse me but uh yeah do you want to go first I can what is your thing my thing is normally I don't like to talk about games every week because I feel like you talk about a lot of games and I what like did you to talk like, about last time which one? Oh shoot okay and so like, I gotta start writing these sorry I gotta start writing these down I haven't written down the things that we talked about for like two months bad Bad boys. Yeah, I really gotta go, like, go over our episodes because I don't write them in the synopsis either. You don't look at, you don't even like look at our episodes. I'm doing yeah, all the background do. work. I like looking at your descriptions. They're cute and quirky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So what video? So game? yeah. Ah. Anyway, so yeah, because like Brendan likes video games a lot, so I try not to like talk about it to like give the audience a bit of a a change of pace you know okay so you're not doing that this time though no i'm gonna talk about a video game cool what game i know it's called wonder song nice i just beat it yesterday and uh it was a very fun cute game and it's very stupid (laughs) But also very sad. Yeah, it's it's one of those games that like you buy it because it's like twenty dollars and it looks ridiculous and the gameplay is so weird and you're like this is a silly stupid game and then you play it to the very end and then you're like why am I crying? Yeah. Um. Basically, the premise is is you're a bard. Um. The beginning of the game is your character has a dream. <clears throat> that they're given a sword and basically you have to try and like wield it to fight and in that dream you realize you cannot wield the sword at all you're terrible at it <laughs> um you are not a fighter you are a singer a bard if you will um and uh basically you are visited by this spirit messenger character who tells you that the world is going to end and you can save it if you collect um, pieces of the earth song from all of the overseers in the world Um, and basically if you do all of that then you can sing this earth song which has never been done and then you can save it because basically in this world the universe goes through cycles where it is um, the world ends, everything is destroyed, and then it starts again. And at this particular point in time, like, everywhere you go, um, you can sense, not that people know that the world is going to end, but it's like, the feeling is very bleak everywhere you go. And it's very, like, reminiscent of our existence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that, like, one place you go, there's, like, a war happening between two nations, and neither of them really knows why they're fighting, or, like, they keep blaming each other for things that neither of them did. 
Um, and one of the places um, you go, there's like a factory that's like basically overworking everyone in the town. Um, and everyone's like really sad and, uh, and depressed. And like pretty much everywhere you go, everyone's kind of like sad and like given up on something that they once believed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you as the bard character, you go through the town, you're trying to collect um, the overseer songs, which basically give you access to the spirit world where the overseers live, and then you go there to collect their piece of the earth song. Um, and uh, yeah, that's um, kind of the purpose of the game. But not only do you do that, you also help people wherever you go. And that's kind of like, the most important piece is that like everywhere you go, the bard is so silly. He is like spreading joy and this happiness. joy and happiness. Um, and you travel with this young witch named Miriam, who is very sad, doesn't really have any friends, and uh, is kind of like cynical about the world. And even she like grows to love the bard over time and like um yeah like grows to be um like amicable yeah and she like yeah she's like now I have a friend and it's the bard it's cute um yeah and it's kind of like uh um a really really nice and touching story and also the characters are really and like every town you go to like you don't have to talk to anyone but like you can oh okay i see like to to progress the game you you can just go like left to right and go directly yeah yeah but like if you talk to every person which i did and exhausted all their dialogue you can learn so much about the world Mm. which is like really cool and like little bits and pieces about the world that like you wouldn't have known before like this old woman that I went to because I needed to collect a flower from her house. Remember when I was yeah. like doing that leaf thing? And you're, you're having a hard time directing the yeah. leaves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she was like, I saw her at the end of the game and she was like, yeah, like um, that flower was like a present from my husband who died. And like, I was so like, connected to that and like tied up to his loss that like I couldn't move on oh then when you you, took it away yeah you helped me like move on from that and now I'm like out here and I make cookies for everyone and I'm like happy and it was like oh but if you don't talk to her you don't get that piece yeah um the other thing about the game that's really cool is that like the whole system of it is like completely singing based so you don't fight anything it's all based on just singing and how the singing works is you have like a circular mechanism and it has different colors on it and each color responds to like a note and so by moving the joystick around you sing different notes and then those um, <coughs> notes are used to solve different puzzles yeah whether you're like singing the leaves away in the garden or you're like using music as like a form of magic to like undo tethers Mm -hmm. 
or just like singing the right notes so something will like the power of somebody's soul will like move through you and you can communicate what they're talking about yeah yeah music is like a really powerful tool in the game and uh it's pretty cool because like in general the game doesn't really tell you what to do so sorry please continue I apologize. Um, and uh, so you kind of just have to like play around with it. It's like a really stupid game. Like you can dance <laughs> the whole time. Like you can hold a button down and it just makes your character dance. And like while you're having conversations or like fighting, you can just be dancing. Like it's really dumb. Oh, um, but like the best part about that as well is that when there's a bad time happening, you can still dance, but your yeah. character will be sad yeah. and dancing. Yeah. And apparently I was reading about it online and there's like an alternate ending. Oh. That's uh Is it bad or good? Bad. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because basically, I mean, if I tell you about it, it kind of ruins it. Well, like, what triggers it? Like do, do, do you get that ending at the very end or is it like somewhere in the middle you choose well, something wrong? It's basically like you can play the overseer songs oh. if you know them beforehand without actually learning them. Okay. But to learn them, you have to do stuff for people. Yeah. And so if you don't do that... Then it's bad. Then it's bad. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so you can, like, shortcut the game. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's cool that they even allow that. Yeah, but then the ending is... Bad. You don't save the world. It dies. Gotcha. So. Alright. <laughs> I mean, it's all, like, there, there's always, I always notice, sorry, one of the most common things is like, oh, what was it? In Stranger Things, uh, and it shouldn't be much of a spoiler, but L11 is having problems with her powers, and in a roundabout way, it's like the power of love that helps her, like, get her powers back. And, in my opinion, they kind of did it, like, no. It wasn't on, it wasn't even bad. Once I, like, kind of thought about it, it was like, that's good. The power of love is always, like, shown in video games as to be, like, oh, this, like, all-consuming thing, or, like, kind of like kind of like an ex machina mm-hmm. style of uh, storytelling. And I, I never think it's a bad thing. Like, well, this game really had like everything matter vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like that's yeah. So like in in my what I what I mean to say is that like if you if you're telling a story and it's very like on the nose, like oh people are good so you have to be good. It's like cool, but when you're kind of showing off that like doing good things is just good and and nice. And that is, is that is what is helpful in the world, rather than like I have to do good because it's the right thing. Versus I want to do good because it is nice for people. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of motive is so powerful, and I really enjoy that. And that's why, like, that's why I really want to play it. So Melissa's had a hard time because I came home from work yesterday, and she was like, "Oh, can I tell you about Wanderfall? Wanderfall?" Yeah. And I was like, "Can you tell me without spoiling it?" She was like, "No." And then that was the conversation, because watching her play, like, on the side, the game is just so cute. It's just so good. And, like, 
I didn't think about it, but yeah, like everything matters or everything everywhere all at once. It's the same vibe of like, why wouldn't you be nice? Well, like, the other part of the game, too, is that throughout the whole thing, you are trying to collect these pieces, but there's also this character called the hero who is... Who actually could wield the sword. Yeah, who could wield the sword. And you find out later that everyone in the world has that dream. Nice. To wield the sword. And only one person can do it. Ah. She's the one. Um, and uh, her job is to kill the overseers to make the end of the world happen. Gotcha. Because when the end of the world comes close, the overseers start to grow in bad ways. They become monstrous and ah. they become scary. Um, and so I'm trying to collect these pieces of the Earth Song to save the world, and she is trying to kill all the overseers um, in order to make the end of the world happen, which is the role of the hero. And throughout the game, you're trying to convince her that, like, our path is also good, and that, like, even though, like, she if she doesn't complete the task assigned to the hero i try and convince her she can still be a hero yeah just not the hero yeah but that's really all she cares about anyway it's a um it's really interesting that dynamic too um because as the bard you think you're the hero for the first little bit of the game you quickly find out that uh no you are not yeah you're just a useless man yeah relatively yeah but are you is anyone? Yeah. If you do good for one person, that's good. Yeah. And that's what he does over and over and over again. And makes people's lives better. Which yeah. is really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the whole game is just really cute. It's like, was it on sale when you got it? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, you got it for like 20 bucks. Which is not bad. For a game like that. It was also quite long. I mean, it took me a while to beat it because I took a break, but like, it like had a lot of parts. And the puzzles are really good. Mm-hmm. Like even like some the some pu- of the controls are a little bit hard. I'd argue you're just bad at some kind of coordination, and mm. I don't mean that in like a negative sense. Yeah. Because every time I saw you like having trouble with the puzzles, it's that you couldn't do the you couldn't do the singing and the movement at the same time, and you had to like really sit down and. Think yeah, that. I'm just saying there was a part near the end where like there was a fight, and like I just kept doing it, and it felt like it was just going on forever, and I oh. wasn't sure what I was doing wrong. So like, I don't know. No, that's fair. Sometimes it's a little bit. Well, that game that game itself is like a little bit obtuse. Like when you play the game, it's it's two dimensional. Uh, and all the animations, like, they're so, like, emphatic. Is that the right word? No. What does emphatic mean? I don't know. <laughs> Am I just making up words? No, it, it is a word. I just, that's not the right word. Um, the animations, like, every character, every all the animations are so, what is the word? Enthusiastic? They're so emotive? Like, there's so much... Oh, okay. Character. Okay, I wasn't sure what you were trying to say. Oh, that's fair. There's so much character in all of the animations, but they're very, like, two-motion animations. Like, two-motion... Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. But also the writing. The writing is so wild. It's so it's such a well-written game. And I didn't even, like... 
watch all of it. I watched like maybe less than a, like an eighth of it as Melissa was playing on the side. <laughs> yeah, the writing is really good, and honestly, it's like, um, it's like reading a like a graphic novel. It's all like speech yeah. bubbles. Um, and yeah, oh no, it's like an experience to play the game. It's uh very fun, and if you have the chance, I would highly recommend the game Wander Song. Yeah. What's your thing? Uh, so you put me in a bit of a bind. Because I wanted to talk, uh, I wanted to talk about Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. And then I was looking at my phone, trying to like figure out something, and then that's why in the middle, was you like, can talk about Cuphead. No, I, I probably will. But that's why, I, and I started looking at my phone, trying to figure out something else. And I usually do that by like looking at Tumblr to see if anything like reminds me of something. And then I passed by this thing that was. Shout out to the Uber Eats driver who showed up and left 31 cheeseburgers with a baby. Like, this is now my effing problem. Uh, as a comment to the news report, two-year-old orders 31 cheeseburgers after mom made phone online. <laughs> it's just a picture of a baby with 30 cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's real good. Excuse me. Um, yeah. So I don't like I can talk about actually let me let me double check the things that I've gone on about. Do you need me to do an interlude? Can you tell the story of A Tale as Old as Time? Yeah. Well yes, but um What was it what was his name? Big Boy McGruff? Huh? What was the little guy's name? Little Boy McGruff! Little Boy I was close! You don't say big boy! Well, it could be a big boy. He's a little guy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> if you remember from last week's episode, I told the story, a tale as old as time, about a little boy bruff. Little boy bruff. Little boy bruff. His friend, Tummy Tumpo, and... No, Tummy Bumpo. <laughs> tummy it's definitely, it's definitely Bumpo. I don't know about the Tummy yeah. Bumpo. His name was Tummy Bumpo. He's a little rabbit. And then we also have... Timmy Tyframe, the Barracuda who traded his son for legs. And where we left the stories, they're all sitting on the rock, like cool guys. Um, and Timmy Tyframe is still sad about um, the fact that he traded his son for this fleeting feeling of coolness that he now has, and he feels cool up on his rock, but he still traded his son to have legs. Yeah, what at what cost? At what cost? Um... How long do you want me to go on? Uh, that you, was like a recap. Yeah, you tell the new story, and I will, I will come when I can. I'll come in when I can. Okay. Um, uh, you can just talk about Cuphead. I guess. If you want me to, yeah. I mean, it's up to you. I feel like the people are begging to find out what happened to Timmy Tyfree's son, <laughs> Little Tim Boy. A little Tim boy? Yeah. Shouldn't it be Timbo? Yeah. Like Timbo? But tiny? Tiny Timbo? Well, tiny Himbo or Timbo. Tiny Tim. Bo. Bo. Tiny Timbo Bo. Tiny Timbo Bo. <laughs> tiny Timbo Bo is just a little guy. He now 
is um, living with the sea hag that exists at the bottom of the ocean. What's the sea hag thing? Um, uh, her name is Alestra. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I think that's a weight loss pill. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me look that up. You keep going, apparently. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so we'll go a little bit from his perspective in that um, Tiny Tim Bobo is now living with his sea hag. Alastra is a, a pregnancy pill. Birth control, Jesus. Oh, birth control. I was gonna say anti-baby pill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is in German. Actually, like birth control would be. I don't know. Baby no-no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know German. I don't know. Well, you know about your nine kinder. So, anyway, the tiny. Tim Bobo now lives with Alestra, the sea hag. The no baby sea hag. No baby sea hag. Lo and behold, uh, she, she has, has a baby. baby. Um, and you know what? Here's the thing about Alestra. Okay. She is a sea hag. Yep. You know about from previous episodes. About about all about hags. hags, yeah. They're mischievous women. They're evil usually. Cruel. And unusual. And unusual. They like chaos. Okay? But there's something about Tiny Tim Bobo that warms her heart. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, um, she sees this little guy full of so much hope and love. Uh Uh-huh. This little guy just makes her want to be a better sea hag. What does that mean to be a better sea Well... Doing more evil? Less hag, I guess. She decides to be a this... mom. Oh, okay. She decides that she wants to take care of Tiny Tim Bobo rather than, um, you know, use him to, like, cut her toenails and stuff. Like she what are you talking to... about? What do you mean? She has long toenails. She needs a pedicure. So he was going to, like, was she going to use him as a barracuda baby, the teeth, to cut toenails, or just no, as, like, a she slave? Has, she has toe clippers. She was just going to give them to him and be like, do a pedicure on me. I see. Paint my toenails red. Okay. <laughs> Get me a oat milk latte. I don't know. Oat milk? Sure. She's vegan. That... Makes sense. She just kills for fun. Yeah. She just doesn't eat the... Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, which is the most evil of all. <laughs> yeah. um, I kill for pleasure only. <laughs> so, Tiny Tim Bobo, obviously very distraught that his dad traded him, but finds... Tra- so, his dad traded him to the sea head. Yeah. Ah, okay. This story's coming together. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's obviously upset, but now he's finding some kind of new love because his mom is not around in the picture. His mom's dead. Um, and so now he's finding a new mom in Alestra. A mother figure. A mother figure. In the no-no baby person. In the no-no baby hang. <laughs> no-no baby. In no-no freedom. <laughs> no! 
I will not talk about it. Well, actually, I will talk about No No Fredo. <laughs> on the episode we do, where we talk about things we hate. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's... Do you have something to talk about? Yeah, I do. I'll just talk about Cuphead. Okay, so that's where we'll leave the story today. So now we've checked in on Tiny Tim Bobo. <laughs> and so now... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now you know that he's okay, which I know a lot of people are worried about because obviously Timmy Tyframe just sold his son away, and so you're like, where is he? But he is okay. Timmy Tyframe is having a, uh, a change of conscience <laughs> conflict, internal conflict. He's like, why did I sell my boy for these weird legs? Why did you become Brian David Gilbert? Where's my son? Where's my boy? No, it's like, uh, how am I supposed to explain two beds? Remember the two bed bit? No. I gotta move these beds by Tuesday. Otherwise, people are gonna come over and be like, why you got two beds hanging around? You don't know that bit? I'm being Timmy Tyframe. Yeah, it's but it's different than the two beds. Okay, but it sounded like the two bed thing. Okay, well, it's not that. Anyway, little boy rough. Little boy, <laughs> little boy rough and uh, what's his face? Tummy Bumpo. They're having a great time. So that's where we'll leave the story today. Tales all this time. Um, we'll come back to it in another week when Brendan requires an interlude, and we will see if father and son shall be reunited, or if tiny Tim Bobo finds a new lease on life and trains as a magician. Oh, that's under, exciting. Under the tutelage of the sea hag. Okay. So I, I'm going to... I think I'm going to play this. Yeah. Uh, should I play this? You don't remember this? Oh. No. Okay, I won't. That's fine. If you look up uh, Brian David Gilbert, uh, By My Bed, it's two minutes. Uh, the, the visuals really sell the audio, so I don't think I will play it uh, for you all. Uh, but it's very good. Brian David Gilbert is the kind of humor. Is the kind of humor. Anyways, Cuphead. Now, is this that new trend? I will strike you. <laughs> okay, what new trend? The trend where you put a cup on your head. Do you, do you want to be striked? <laughs> and then after that, you put a little boy in the cup. Ah. Okay. Strike rescinded. Thank you. <laughs> but, um... No, it's not that, unfortunately. It could be. Oh. New trend alert. Ah. Put a cup on your head and put a little guy in there. <laughs> put yeah. it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Cuphead, uh, made by MDHR Studios, was released in 2017 uh, on Xbox. 
and I was really excited about it. I think they announced it like 2015. Uh, they had it at like Fan Expo one year, and it was like really wild. Um, so the game itself, it's all boss battles. Uh, every level is a boss battle, and there are some levels uh, that is like kind of like a, a regular like left to right kind of level. The game itself is like a, a, a run and gun, as it's called. Um, or it's as a, I like to call it, a toot and shoot. Alright. A run and gun or a toot and shoot? Thank you. <laughs> um, it is a 2D style. Uh, I thought you said 2D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It's a two dimensional style shooter. Uh, you either play as Cuphead or Mugman. They're just little guys that have a cup for a head. Um, and. You shoot bullets out of like a finger guns. Like you do not have guns. You're shooting your, your hand like a like a little gun, um, and you are tasked with getting the souls of all these people that own the devil. Actually, I do know something that I can play. Um, I'll play the Cuphead theme song. You should just put that in. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna play it so I know where to put it because it'll be different on the audio. But yeah, here you go. <laughs> cool. Well, Cuphead and his pal Mugman, they like to roll the dice. By chance they came on Devil's Game and gosh, they paid. fraud with dread and if they proceed but don't succeed well the devil will take their heads Song. That's basically the story. They were gambling. These two old guys, they just love playing the dice. They love rolling the dice. And they're playing gambling games at the Devil's just casino. And they lost all their money. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to take your souls because you guys need it. But if you find, if you get me the souls of all these other people that owe me, maybe I'll spare you. Yeah. And that's the game. The old save mine. For, yeah, you know, a million. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. So the game is just uh, boss battles. The funniest thing about this game is that each fight is typically five minutes. Mm. Maximum five minutes could be as low as like three minutes or two minutes. You will most likely spend half an hour on each one. Minimum. Or more. Yeah. Because uh, you have three lives. 
Every time you get hit, like there's no recovering health. Um, and it's like it's it's what I've known to call like games that are like this, like bullet hell, where there's just so many things flying at you, and you just have to like dodge them. Um, there are some kinds of bullets that you can like parry. You can like jump on them, and they won't hit you, and they'll like get you like your special meter. Uh, and each gun has like a different special. Um, the game looks phenomenal. It's drawn in like a very like 1940, like 1920s to 1950s cartoon style. Um, hold on, they, they called it something. Uh, if, uh, they took inspiration from the rubber hose style of the golden age of American animation and the surrealist qualities of works of Walt Disney Animation Studios. Fleischer Studios, Warner Brothers Cartoons, MGM Cartoon Studios, and Walter Lance Productions. Reminiscent of the 30s aesthetics and jazz age, the game is noted for its animation and soundtrack. All in-game assets used hand-drawn animation with deliberate human imperfections, and the soundtrack was written for and recorded with a full jazz ensemble. Uh, the music is spectacular for each fight. Uh, it is one of it's still one of my favorite games uh, that come out. Just the entire aesthetic of it. Oh, it was previewed 2014, um, which was amazing. So yeah, there's like the amount of different uh, bosses. I think the game had how many bosses were there? Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I don't know, this doesn't say. I think there's like maybe 15 or like 18 different bosses. Are you looking it up? Thank you. Um, it's a continual boss fight gameplay interspersed with. 20. Jeez. Cool. Or oh, that might include the DLC too. Um, it says there's a total of 28 bosses in the, in the Cuphead. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, that makes sense. Then. Um, and then there are, they added like a couple of run and gun levels where you're going just from the left side of the screen to the right, uh, collecting coins to upgrade your abilities or like buy new abilities, really. Uh, but it's so it's the aesthetic of the game. Would you like you you heard that song and like the animate the, the title screen animation is just Cuphead and Mugman just hands on their hips going like left to right, kind of like just twirling like like spit. Uh, how do I say this? Like shimmying? Yeah. Like kind of just back and forth. Um, and they're just so like cute and happy and like it is it is very like early Mickey style, like black and white Mickey almost. Um, and that's what I'm more familiar with. They named a bunch of animation styles, but I don't know any of that. Um, but when I say that bosses may take half an hour to an hour, um, Cuphead Hold on. The game was a commercial success, selling 2 million copies within 2 weeks and 6 million within 2 years. Jeez. Cuphead received widespread critical acclaim with praises for the art style, gameplay, soundtrack, and difficulty. The latter was singled out for scrutiny, with multiple outlets naming Cuphead one of the hardest games ever created. Um, I think I agree. Uh, and just in the style of like the way the game is, it's very good. You never thought that one. Mm -hmm. That's the thing is that like there's 28 bosses, but some of them are like the main oh. bosses for this. Part. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. 
But, uh, yeah. Um, and it's just, like, very cute. The first little area, you're on, like, this island where you start. Um, you have to fight, like, the, the, the root group or the root pack. Uh, there's a bunch of vegetables. You have to fight uh, a flower. The fluffy Legrand. Yeah. Uh, they have one of the best musics ever. Uh, what else is there on the first island? There's... Ribbian Croaks. Yeah, Ribbian Croaks. They have a really good uh, fight. Um, and you're just like constantly shooting at Hildeberg. them. Hildeberg. Yeah, Hildeberg was a big blimp. Um, but yeah, you're just constantly shooting, constantly going at it. Uh, and it's just really, really fun. It is such a simple premise. There's no, like, there's no tricks. You just shoot and dodge. Uh, and if you, if you, if you survive and make it to the very end of the fight, like, the fights are only, like, like, three to five minutes. But you will probably die, like, 70 times. There was the one fight that really took everybody. Uh, it was the dragon. I don't know what the dragon's name is. Grim Matchstick. Yeah, he's a nightmare, uh, and yeah, it's just it's just a really good game, uh, and that's it. It, it. There's nothing too special. Uh, they are making a show. It's already made. Oh, it is. I'm not sure about that show. I haven't like watched it, just because giving more personality to the characters kind of removes, like the personal vision of the player, but it doesn't mean yeah. it's going to be bad. I just have no, no idea about it. Yeah, it's already out on Netflix. Oh, okay. We should... I guess we should try it. Uh, but then my favorite part was that they added DLC because they were adding new, uh, like, bosses and stuff like that. Um, in one of the segments of the game, you can rescue uh, Miss Chalice, which is just like a uh, different... like a Chalice cup. Um, and you play... you can play as her in the DLC. Uh, and then they have this song.
We don't have too much time because I really like that song. Uh, but the game itself, you can get it all together for like 30 bucks or something, or like 30 or 40 bucks. It's really worth it. And it's on like the Switch now, too. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Trent Radio. Thanks for everybody else. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.